0: Yo, it's the Stupidly Small Podcast. It's Tuesday, March 28, 2017. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Hey, Hello. How are you, this fine morning? Just amazing. <laughs> you know, I had a mozzie swarm. Ah, oh, no. Now, you don't have to be talking about mozzies. Yeah, they have their But also, they're diseased, and we should all be really terrified of being bitten and stuff. I yeah. had to lock up the house. They came at my house in a uh, tornado-like swarm. There was oh, millions of them. This is my was nightmare. Swan- you should have seen it. We sat We all stood at the glass back doors, like in amazement, like there was an alien ship coming to take us away. Ooh. It was the biggest. I and they wouldn't go away. I was oh. I was trying to think of ways I could actually rig up a flamethrower with, <laughs> like with fly spray or cleaning stuff and a, and a lighter, just to burn them off. Bec- and then there was a swarm at the front too. So it was. A very scary time and we got through it. So thanks for asking because the main thing I wanted, I'm trying to stay healthy all week and you know why? Mm. Because Lauren Clark, Mm. at the end of this week comes Saturday. And (laughs) ordinarily I am very excited about Saturdays. But no more excited than this week's Stupidly Small podcast sponsor and that is the little book room in Nicholson Street, North Carlton, who are hosting... One of the great literary events of 2017, the launch of our last trip to the market by our very own Lauren Clark and Mitch Vane, who is a woman, uh, (laughs) and
1: it's it's, It's it's Saturday
0: 1st of April down there. Uh, It's a 3 p.m. start, so great for the kiddies. uh, (laughs) 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 Stu, uh, it's also your first uh,
1: foray into the world of uh, book launches. You're basically um, launching this book, you and uh, my publisher uh, from Ellen and Unwin, yeah. um, Susanna. You uh, launched many books before?
0: No, um, no. it's, it's not one of the, um, it's good because I'm, I'm, i my, uh, CV and horizon, but mm. it's, it's not really a market. I've really cracked. So it's, a, I'm seeing it as a great opportunity, so we're so really going to get, whoa, so there you we're going to get a tan on this one. Um, right. uh, I'm really going to give it my all <laughs> the whole 30 seconds of work that I have to do as part of it, because the real star <laughs> of the show is the author. That's you, Lauren Clark, you'll be there reading to, uh, the young people and the older people standing behind. And of course. Yes. signing those that wish to purchase a copy at the end. And I'll we, be signing the people. I'll be signing the books, yes. Yes, but if someone came up and uh, presented their chest or their uh, arm, mm-hmm. would you indeed sign that for them? Sure. Great. So you'll do anything for a, a, a sale. <laughs> and that's the arts in Australia as we know it. But thank that's you to it, the uh, Little it. Book Room, Nicholson Street, North Carlton. We've got all the links up, uh, up on our website bits. And also, uh, you can RSVP at Eventbrite at the Eventbrite website. Just type in our last trip to the market. Get yourself a couple of tickets. They are free, but they are like to know how many are coming down. And at this stage, we may uh, restrict the promotion of this because I do believe there is a capacity at the Little Book Let us know it's getting a little bit busy. But it should be fun. And bring <laughs> and your little ones.
1: That's it. it is, it's definitely not. Uh, it's a, it's for people who want to bring their kids down and it's definitely not compulsory, Stu Farrell. It's, but no. I say it's, so it's, it's compulsory. Not, I know you do. I'm excited <laughs> as I'm
0: going to go for sushi, train beforehand because I had uh, eaten sushi for nine weeks. I love so, how you. So I'm going to have some sake and sushi. I love that you've got the whole day planned according oh, to food. I'm going to the drink. market first. I'm going to the butcher. I like to get a big fat steak, and then I'm going to the deli. I like to get a couple of uh, washed-rind cheeses and a. A couple of lovely fresh pears, and it's then appropriate that you're going to the market on the launch of the. It trip. will not be my last trip. To the no, market, I guarantee <laughs> you, I'm planning multiple trips to the market. But uh, you know what? I, I do agree with you, though, Lauren Clark. Hmm. They should ban children from the market because the kids don't have um, money and they on. get under your feet and they get on them trolleys. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't say anything. Let's let's just keep their happiness here. Now, <laughs> yeah, Lauren Clark, the exposed a child hater who's writing children's books. Now, uh. I. I, I as, as, as good as the vibe is on this show, I, I, I'd I hate to bring it down with something, but it's what I do. And I <laughs> I I just I need to, uh, as a societal and a a, uh, a community announcement, yes. uh, this is what I have to talk about for you, Lauren Clark, and I, I'm sure you'll agree. Mm. But I was at the supermarket the other day, so there's one word Buh, that doesn't boom. enter your uh, lexicon. Unless yeah. you're on holidays down at the mansion and they, oh. don't, they don't have an environment <laughs> park that sells... <laughs> organic apples down here. Can you believe it, Cecil? And so, you know. Cecil always comes to, to yeah, the mansion yeah, with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's carrying he's your bag. He's the bags. butler, yeah. yeah. And so uh, you, uh, you have to go and shop with the hoi polloi, which uh, actually makes you vomitous. I remember once you had to go into a shop that common people frequent and you came in, you came back to the car. I was just uh, minding your car for you. And you washed <laughs> your hands with that uh, antibacterial stuff and your face, which I hands thought was a bit
1: odd. Of- yeah. no. That is not true, but I did. Last time I went to a supermarket, which was like just a couple of weeks ago, I, I actually got so enraged and like, but like the kind of anxious that I had to leave. I just thought, I thought, no wonder people steal in the self-help, whatever it is, the self-help aisle, (laughs) you need a self-help aisle after your hour of shopping in those horrible places. (laughs) Oh, really? They are disgusting. Well, you know what
0: they are, they provide the majority. With an opportunity to get their food,
1: yes, Stuart. But they're screwing the majority, and if you read anything the about, they're screwing the farmers. They're screwing their customers. It, you should read that book by Max Barry, I think it's Max Barry, and it boobs. is just I. It, no, it's not boobs. I'm not just not <laughs> because I've recommended several times on this show a book called Breasts. Stuart automatically <laughs> thinks I'm talking. Every book I discuss is called boobs, nogs, <laughs> breasts, nipples. No,
0: I did not say
1: anything. Anyway, like that. the thing is. Uh, you should read about it because this whole thing about how it's the people's shop and I'm just a snob who won't go there—you won't believe that if you've read, and you know that. You know that because you have interviewed people about it with me, a <laughs> jerk. Stop painting me to be a, an well, elitist you are a snob. Yeah. Anyway, so oh, anyway, I'm in there, and gosh. it's
0: funny you mentioned the self-help aisles, or the self-checkout. Now you got me yeah. saying that. Um, yeah. But there was a a uh, a black in there, and uh, he was. Uh, he, he stupidly, you know, got a couple of things very cheaply, yeah, and then realised he didn't have any money. <laughs> oh yeah, right? and it was just me, him, and uh, the person who was um, manning the so the uh, area, making yeah, sure so he had yeah, um, yeah. pinch uh, cashews. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and then he had to leave. He said, oh, excuse me, I have to leave my stuff here. I haven't got any money or whatever. She goes over and blah blah blah, and does all this hoo ha, and and then gives him the bag, and um. He goes, oh no no, I've had no money, and um, he she goes, no 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 no, I paid for it. Oh no, what? I, can't, I can't take that. You know, it the woman nice in that. the shop. Apparently, the right? woman, the cashier person. Good gesture, yeah, that's right. Nice gesture, right? We'd all agree with that. The, the cashier person oh. on a meager wage, oh. she's getting ripped she's off. She's getting
1: screwed, and she's about you to know? be replaced by a machine.
0: Yeah, well, she's actually. Working the machine that's replacing her. She's working for her overlords. Like a a bloody subservient idiot. Exactly. So, no. (laughs) You know what? Me picking on someone that works in supermarkets is like you picking on people that shop at supermarkets. It's disgusting. And I will Uh, never do it. Yeah. And neither do I.
1: Oh. Anyway.
0: Continue. Oh. Can you believe it? They don't have unpasteurized milk. Now. Wow. The thing... Oh, I okay. Agree. First of all, they do. Secondly, I've never <laughs> said that. <laughs> uh, I think that's that, that were the first words that you ever. Do said you know to me Do you know what? Somebody wrote in drink and unpasteurized milk.
1: Quite often, people write in. It's 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 gorgeous. People write in to advise me on how to deal with Stu Farrell when he's doing this to me, when he's trolling me and like making out that I'm this and and quite often they say you should just ignore it. Most people know you're li- you're you're not like Lying. that. Like you uh, know, don't worry about. I tell you what, you sit here and have him do it to you, and you try not to reach down into the you know,
0: technology and punch him in the face. Anyway, Stu, continue. Oh, so it's all right to punch Nazis again, mm-hmm. is it? So the thing is, yes. uh, Always. yeah. and the, the guy's like, oh, I'm a taxi driver, let me do you a favour one time, blah, blah. And she goes, oh, no. And she starts making me, oh, no, no, no. So she's taken it to the next round, I'm like I've gone, oh, no, don't start. Oh, not please, you're going to ruin your good deed. Oh. See, the thing about a good deed is you do the deed and you shut your pie hole. Oh, what you is she You don't doing? keep going on, oh, no, 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 because the arm's going in the air at this stage. No, 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 please. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'll give you a free taxi ride. No, 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 it's oh, fine. Oh, you can't have a go at it for that. No, but then she goes, I'll, I'll come back and pay you back one day whatever. Oh, no, no. No, you know what? It's a good deed. And you know what you should do? Then she starts giving him advice. You hmm. know what you should do? Is pay it forward. And I've gone, oh, you turkey. Why? When you start advising someone to pay it forward <laughs> is when the whole deed has become no, but null she was and either... void. No, no. It wasn't the like... pay it forward concept is not a demand or a suggestion. It's just something that happens in the universe. If you look, I'm forever doing good things to people. (laughs) You ask them. Just ask them. I leave a card saying, You've just done what you're saying, she should. I know I am. But the thing is, (laughs) if you are, you know, it's that whole karma crap as well, right? Yes, but but dude,
1: if she'd said, Hey, I've just paid for your stuff. Here's an idea. Why don't you pay it forward? That would have been bad, but what she did was she said, "I'll just pay for stuff. Don't worry about it. You go." And then he's gone. I'll make you a sandwich. I'll turn your taxi into a coach. I'll whatever. You know. I'll blah 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 blah. And he's just gone. And so eventually she's gone. No 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 no. You pay it forward. If you if you need to do something, you like do it out in the world. Don't have anything to do with me. I'm done. We're done here. Move on. Like it's up to you what happens
0: from now on. Pay it forward is a concept. That it's an American. Never spoke. Uh, yet. Yeah, it is. It is stupid, but it's just because I can't understand karma, I suppose. But the thing is, it's <laughs> hello to our American listeners. Yeah, yes, stupid. Oh, uh, not at all. If you're listening to this, you're obviously not stupid, you can you <laughs> work a computer for a start. So the thing is, computer. The whole yeah. Thing, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Who's stupid? The thing is, <laughs> yes. the whole thing of pay forward is it's an unspoken thing. It's something that's it's it's a spiritual thing. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to just happen because you've done something. It's not a suggestion. Yeah, so, but if if somebody keeps going on and you to you It, to it ruins a good deed if you, if you start talking like that is what I'm saying. She, uh, what, I she don't had think, a think said, Oh, man, no, no, don't worry about it. It's karma. It's karma. Something good would happen. If she started with that, uh, it would sound just no, as but stupid. But that's what she – but I think – look. It's supposed if... to happen to you. You're not supposed to will it or no, uh, no, 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 suggest no, no. it. Uh, your, listen. Hey, stop.
1: Listen to me now. It's your no. turn to listen to me. You, that, I would totally understand that if she wasn't trying to deflect his thing from her. What he was, she was trying to do was deflect his, oh no, but I'll pay it back. I'll come in. I will drive a taxi. I'll, you know, like she was, and all she wanted was for him to go, you know what? You were discharged from any responsibility in relation to me. Please you don't worry what? about that. You, you're my half right. She... All
0: you got to do is, it's fine. <laughs> See ya. That's all you got to say. No. You're but... welcome. Goodbye. Get out!
1: No, go. no, that's not true. You do it when you're generous to me, which you are all the time, and then totally. and then, <laughs> and then pay it forward. And sometime, then a total jerk to me about it later. But at the time, you're like, no, 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 no. And you pay often, it forward. It's no, you of often work. give me a. You often say, you know, you get it next time, or like whatever. It's, that, it's a version of that. It's you like, know what I've learnt with
0: Lauren Clark. Next time off, never comes. Oh,
1: here we go. Oh, Ding. <laughs> Wouldn't shout if a shark bit her uh, Old moth purse. Up. Old moth purse. I used to call her in the, the worst
0: uh, cafe culture.
1: Dear, whoever advises me on how to deal with Stu Farrell, <laughs> you've got it wrong. When he's calling you old moth purse, <laughs> <laughs> things are not. Do you know what? When you, the other day when we were when we hung out and had a coffee, right? Yeah, you came to Melbourne. I did. Yeah, well, um, what an experience that was. Went to the dentist. Yeah, you did. But that's only because you like going to the dentist in Melbourne.
0: I've got a dentist in town. It's so
1: funny. It's like it's like in an old novel. And then he caught the train down to go to the dentist in
0: town. You know, I've literally got a dentist at the end of my street and I'm not <laughs> going there. Unless I have a real emergency. But yeah. uh no this guy, this dentist, he I put I was a part of a, a charity football match uh for three years it raised tens of thousands of dollars for kids' cancer. I hope that gets paid forward sometime. And the thing is he I was telling him about that one day when uh I was getting my teeth checked with him. Next thing I know, he's chucked hundred and fifty into the you know the GoFundMe or whatever the the, the fundraising thing was. Mm. Um, I know for a fact that when I was involved at Old Media, that um, we we played it for another charity match uh, that were involved with one of the stations. He would give uh, competing players like cost price mouthguards and stuff like that. Right. The guy's a good egg, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, I like the idea of coming in, catching the train into town. And still going to see me dentist. And if it all goes well, she should only go once a year, isn't it? And how often do you go to the dentist? Once a year? Something like that. Once a year, yeah. Yeah. Once and year, uh, I got the clean bill of health again, so I won't be back for a year. But it was well worth it. Can I just say, yeah. Lauren Clark, yes. on Saturday night I had to go into town via with my car. Yes. And I I was doing a catering gig at a very a wealthy person's house in their garage as usual. <laughs> Don't step past <laughs> this line. I said, oh, you mean the front door? <laughs> yes. And um, uh, the Grand Prix's on. Yeah. So there's a lot more people in town. I'm on the, the south side of town, so the, the Brighton-Hampton area. Yeah. And um, I left that gig just after 11 o'clock in my car, uh-huh. and it took me hours to get home. Some genius. Uh not only are all the roads closed for a motor car race that happened on Sunday, uh, which is fair enough, right? We no, know it's, it's going to happen, so you take appropriate it's steps. It's not fair enough. It's but a, then the whole thing's a complete disaster. Yeah. Vic Roads closed the freeway. Wow. There were I was just sitting in gridlock. It I and uh, you know the amount of times I screamed in my car to myself, F Melbourne.
1: How many? What do F you? F Melbourne. What does Stu Farrell yes. What does Stu Farrell do? when he feels road rage in a car uh
0: you know what I try and do is combat it i don't uh i don't try and feed it and i and i always look at myself i take myself outside of the car and look at myself and think do i want to be looking at this person and <laughs> is there really any point to this cuz you can't change the situation yeah. you know I you've got, got to think it out, out just that, I mean, I can't believe these people that get out and start crowbarring someone over a car space. Yeah, I know. It's what amazing, issues have isn't you it? got? I know. You know what's it's happening amazing. in your life in this car spot is? You know, you're going to get done for manslaughter because a bloke cut in front of you, or it didn't even. He just he just tutted you because you were about to bump into him.
1: I know. It's extraordinary, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And it makes you wonder because it's it's almost like it's that sort of thing makes you think. It's terrible that human um, sort of emotions run how our decisions are made because if you could channel that anger towards a system of – you know the the capitalists, <laughs> overlords, oh, or you know seriously, like in, you know getting angry about the environment, going to like a rally, but yeah, things or, or like you know. No, I'm
0: anti-rally. Oh
1: sure, be, be anti-rally there and over
0: there doing nothing on your bum. But no, no, you the, know what? Standing with a bunch of lefties in the park is not going to help uh, anything. Here we go. I change
1: things from the inside. Do you know what? I think I think if there are enough quote, Lefties in the yeah. quote park. So yeah. if if it's how'd that go
0: the Iraq War for you? How would it work out with Johnny Howard? He he really changed things.
1: Yeah, didn't he? well no, he did. That's right, and and that's what I think. I mean, I I completely agree with you that it's not gonna. It's not like there's a rally the next but, day. The decision changes. Don't you think rallies
0: are for the people that are there to make them feel better?
1: Sure, that's partly it, but that's good because it means that they feel a sense of solidarity and they don't stop. So I've got a friend in the US. She is yep. super um, dedicated to... Like every morning at 8 o'clock, she gets up and calls her senators and says, uh, you know, I this needs to be fixed and stuff about what's happening over there at the moment. Right. And she goes on every rally. She flies. Like she, that one, at the Washington women's thing, she flew to it. She... She mm, absolutely like environmental like, rally makes <laughs> makes it her business to like be com- a pest. Yeah, be a pest to try and make it. And and don't get me wrong,
0: I am pro pest.
1: You I, are pro pest, and yeah. she and if enough people are pro pest, which is what has happened with her, there are a couple of things that they've won that by doing this, that by just calling senators enough senators are like, oh, I am just, I can't even do anything apart from answering my phone in my office. I got like staff answering the phone all the time telling me I'm doing the wrong thing. Then they just, they've got to wake up to the fact that there's a problem. But anyway, mm. um, imagine if your anger, the anger that you have in the car, and I yeah. feel it, like everyone's, you know, the anger that you have in the car towards the thing that's tiny, that's affecting your life in a tiny way, but feels mm. like it's massive and feels like it's like a personal thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If that anger could be focused towards something that actually matters, like climate change. Like, you know, oh, I'm so angry I'm going to enrol in, you know, (laughs) Climate Change 101 and, I don't know, change the world. I don't know.
0: No, you know what? Climate change has moved beyond politics now and – uh you you could protest your brains out no no it's, i'm it's not talking not about i'm now. not
1: talking about protesting i'm talking about actual science i'm talking about like but also it's not beyond politics nothing's beyond politics politicians can get smart people in to do things to try and they help have situations had, and they ignore and the, and, the advice they put the report in the they drawer. can listen they, i know this is what i'm saying the they've heard it. they change. all know what the truth is yeah. but
0: they're they're uh, pandering to you know Captain Road Rage, really. Yeah. Captain Road Rage <laughs> and Mrs. Sh- coal Shopper who uh, want their power and they want it now and they want it cheap. And if it means they're going to put who's up Captain, a... Hang on. Who's Captain Road Rage in this scenario? Oh, just an idiot, basically. I mean, anyone that's going to crowbar you over a car spot is Captain Road Rage, right? <laughs> right. He's obviously not thinking things through too well. I see. Right, so he right, thinks right. a nuclear reactor is great or coal-fired generation is great because we've got heaps of coal... But uh, he's yeah. ignoring the uh, the next page as he turns a newspaper that are telling you that the the coral's all bleached and the uh, you know the ice is all melted and we're all burning to death. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there are not enough engaged people. But that's what I'm saying. We need. No, no, to get No, but you're engaged. never going to get them. You, you, all you're going to do, you go on your rally. You get there is a there's a peak engagement. You keep going right? back to my rally. There is not my – I'm not rally. talking
1: about a rally. I'm talking about getting engaged at all, and I'm talking about the fact that, you know, enough people get pissed off, and it is happening in the U.S. Enough people get pissed off, enough people protest,
0: then it becomes a movement. Like, and no, I No, they only do it. It's like, it's like homework, right, for someone like me. I did homework at the very last minute. There are students that would have a book report yeah. in that would take the whole five days to do it beautifully. There you protest and all that, right? Yeah. Here's Stuart they pumping it out at 10 o'clock at night after <laughs> watching the movie, trying to, like, just cobble together 150 words, right? <laughs> that's the majority of people. That is – you talk about the US. Yes. The US, if they if they were all doing their book report over five days, wouldn't have voted Trump in. I know. Now I completely- that Trump is in, he is the, uh, the deadline. Everyone's starting to fire up, but it's too late. I, just, I completely agree with your beautiful analogy, and this is my Wasn't point a metaphor? too. Well,
1: it's not... It, it, sure. But the point is, it is that... Is I think that's right. And I think we're talking about the same thing. But you so need... So it's pointless. No, but it's not pointless. Because it wouldn't change anything. But things... The only... Okay, it won't change anything. But having said that, the only thing that will change it is if people change their attitudes.
0: And the if, only thing that will change it is impending doom. And it's true. Once... We real, Once someone's son goes outside and his head explodes from the heat, then uh, Captain Crowbar sitting on the couch drinking beer will go, oh, you know what, we better turn off the uh, coal-fired... And by then it's too late.
1: Oh, don't, Stuart. It's making like... I've got this tense feeling in my chest. The thing is... I believe that you can say all you like, yeah, and that's not going to work. Nobody's going to listen. And I completely, I completely think you're right about all of it. But I just don't think you give up hope. I just don't think you go, well, I'm folding up my deck chair and I'm popping inside to sit next to Mr. Crowbar on the couch and wait mm. for it all. Do you know what I mean? Well, if you're you know, waiting but, for him to get active, then you're going to wait until his son's head explodes. But they're
0: in the majority. That's right. So you and need to convince them, the you need to get them out of the, majority. To the majority. And look, I, don't get me wrong, I want uh, Earth to continue for a little bit longer. Hopefully another 40, 50 years. That's just, <laughs> that'll do, that'll do me just nicely. That's that's a baby boomer <laughs> talking. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, you know, there's just, oh, I don't know. I know. I'll do everything I can, but whether that's enough, d- you know, I, people no, don't no, listen. We don't have any leadership. But this is what I'm leadership. saying. It takes leadership, uh, it takes people to ignore what uh idiotic uh newspapers controlled by billionaires are saying even i mean believe it or not they don't have as much say as they used to but people they'd still sway politicians opinion and they still for for people that take all of the news from for say in Melbourne the Herald Sun and on a TV the current affair but even you know, the, that's their whole knowledge base. But and even then, even in the
1: states, the government itself is saying, like the president just tweets stuff that he thinks might be a thing, or it isn't even a thing, and he's trying to. There's this whole there's this whole sub genre of articles about whether or not the tweets are trying to distract from the two thousand pieces of legislation that have passed that are absolutely heinous and going to kill us all, yeah. Uh, or if the tweets are just him being an absolute idiot. And, and the other side of
0: it is, you know what? If if we if we were uh, like a The smart country. Say we were the planet smart country, right? Right. And we're all like, green power, don't do this. We're going to do it. High five, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter until, uh, you know, Captain Peanut and the uh, hot dog chompers and the, (laughs) you know... (laughs) <laughs> and then you've got the whole is pod in America? Asia. Yeah. Is that Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's such a drop. So it, it can be used both ways. It can be used to justify the fact, well, why don't we do, just use our footprint so small compared to the rest of the world? And then at the same time, if we did change everything, it's not going to make any difference. No, it's not true. It'll make you feel better.
1: No, it's not true. Don't oh, be, it's right? not not going to make any difference.
0: Very small difference. Well, and so if what? You, and you, well, if you've got the US. Ramping up uh, totally. practices that aren't going to help anyone. Totally. But, if but you're... the people who have shares in various companies, then it, it makes no difference whether you pay it 500 a month for power or if you pay 50 a month. It, it, you know, this is where...
1: It's not true. It makes a difference. Oh. And what my point is, is that it makes a small difference. And when you've got road rage too in the car, you, yes. it feels like too small a difference. And you don't want that. You want results right away and you want to... You you know feel angry and want things, but you've you've got to be patient and slow and deliberate. You can't let the bullies, you know, run the world and just. But bl- they like, are. Yeah, but I know they are, but you. And can't... us
0: protesting down at Flagstaff Gardens ain't going to change one thing <laughs> with the Trump administration. Oh,
1: Flagstaff Gardens! Now you've made it look really pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely such an indictment. I resign. I retire from it all. I resist nothing. <laughs> so,
0: And it's good to be back with uh, the small injustice, Lauren Clark. After a week off, it. Love it, love it, love it. It, it soothes you. It's, no, it's just It's nice.
1: a beautiful, it does. It makes you feel better after all of the impending Ooh. doom we've been discussing. Stu Farrell. Stu Farrell, somebody got in touch with the small injustice, which is always good. Please do get in touch if you ever feel yourself having one of those always. little moments. Uh, we from a regular correspondent uh, to the show, uh, Deirdre has written to us and said that, and it's just beautiful because it's a it's a audio book related um, uh, one as well. So she says, "Is the, oh no, actually it's podcast podcast." I've I've put the email down now, but it's oh, okay. um, but when you go, you have got all your podcasts lined up, and you're like, get on the train for your two hour journey or an hour and a half, whatever G'day it is. from Regional Victoria, Deirdre. There She is. She lives in regional region yeah. of Victoria. And she goes, oh, yes, and I've got a seat by the window and everything is hunky-dory. So long as, just so you know,
0: you're yeah. not on the sun side. You've got to plan that because if you're getting beaten down by the sun, you're on the ah. wrong side of the train. Oh, anyway. no. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, that's right. Anyway, and so she goes, everything's ready, and then she goes and she presses play and they haven't downloaded properly. <sighs> uh. She's got no podcast. It's she's a like podcast equivalent of
0: fuzzy radio, isn't it? It's,
1: the wor- it's like when a tram goes past and you're yeah. listening to a radio.
0: You're constantly on the tram. with it. <laughs> with, and yeah.
1: so well, you, she's got to listen to like, she said, uh, to listen to like bits of old ones that were just left. <laughs> it's like the dregs the of podcasting. Yeah. I actually think that is one of our better... Stupidly small injustices. That one. That is, yes, you having to listen to
0: the scraps or the dregs.
1: Ah, just it's it, it's it it's not it's not a world beater of an injustice. It's not like you know something someone There's, should go it's to jail small for, but injustice. it's small
0: and infuriating and unjust. There's not a politician you can write to to complain about. That. No, that's, that's beautiful. That's what qualifies. That's it.
1: right, exactly. <laughs>
0: that's hmm. exactly it.
1: Hey, Stu, before we go, I just wanted to tell yeah. you one thing because you were mentioning you're going to you you've been consulting the jackpot regarding yoga. You know oh. what Oh, so yes. Also, also discuss CrossFit, of course.
0: You, you know, I looked uh, at their website. Becoming and the a guy full who runs lunatic, it, yeah. You, he, he's got a penchant for putting his head into people's backs. It's apparently it's a move, but I don't want <laughs> a, a Captain Harry Hippie with his See, head. in See, this his is back. the
1: thing about CrossFit, Stu. It's about no, it's not doing. This is the yoga. Ah, oh, the yoga. Oh, ah, yeah. the yoga. Okay. Well, no, with CrossFit, this is the thing that I'm not sure you're going to like. Is that it involves other people being right up in your business. Oh, doesn't
0: uh, it? I, no, doesn't it I don't involve think so. like it, it, jogging
1: it, it, sweatily next to somebody and like motivating yeah, they're, them they're not and rubbing
0: themselves on me? Here, they <laughs> have my head in my ba- here, their head in my back.
1: Well, the jackpots. farting? Is that true about farting in yoga? Well, uh, here we go. So. What did you say? How, what about what? Farting in yoga. What about
0: farting? It's like I'm starting my routine for the comedy festival. But it's and true. And how's that yoga and all the farting? That yes. everybody
1: who, always, who talks about yoga, who's done yoga class, can tell you a story of when someone was so relaxed in the downward dog or whatever it's
0: called, that they... Downward dog. Day farted. Right. Um,
1: anyway. Uh,
0: day farted? They farted. Oh, I thought there was like a specific type of fart. Wow. The no, day fart.
1: No. Um, hi, kids. And then... But, oh, kids but like, but like farts. I if dad, my <laughs> bum exploded or whatever.
0: You're no, no, it's all Listen, about fighting. Hey, psst, you should know
1: point, that. Psst. When we're naked, it's like we're all the same. Yoga Studio offers all nude co-ed classes to overcome beauty issues and vulnerability. There you go, Stu. So I will send you this um, send it, yeah. so that you can go and do your yoga. Have your they got n- like a
0: mirror where you can just stand and watch?
1: Naked yoga. I must admit, everybody in the photo... Is like
0: could you imagine anything worse than watching naked fit. yoga? Like freckles oh. staring at you, <laughs> uh, people farting, uh, people that you know probably uh, have been very comfortable with themselves. But it's just something I can't come at. Everybody uh, in the I'll
1: guarantee you, in the photo looks quite comfortable with themselves. But there's but there's nobody. Yeah, I I completely. You there know is nothing me hot and, about um, nude yoga. I completely agree. That's what I mean. That's why I thought I would bring it up to you is that I, you know, I just, there's, 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 (laughs) there's,
0: You know, like I can't I've, make friends with New yoga. You can't make
1: friends with. yoga. <laughs> well, you probably nude can, <laughs> very
0: close friends, but I don't want. I to think be that may either. be the point. Let's be honest. None of them shop at supermarkets. i can guarantee you that.
1: No, <laughs> why would they, Stu Farrell? Mm. Why would they? All right, I'm going to put the link to that up. It's in the Daily Mail, so I do apologise for that. Just um, quickly, Lauren Clark, yes. I'd like to thank
0: this week's stupidly small podcast sponsor, the Little Book Room down at Nicholson Street, North Carlton, here in Melbourne, Australia. Still haven't told them that they're our sponsor for this week, but yeah, nevertheless, Saturday, it's food. It's actually April. the event, isn't it? It's the event. Isn't this the event Saturday,
1: sponsoring?
0: If you uh, – yes, the event sort of is, but I'd like to mention the venue as well. because yeah, nice. uh, They've taken the risk. There's going to be protesters out the front. They've hired extra <laughs> security. And uh, it's going to be controversial, but this is what we're about here. It's really and, not. <laughs> uh, it's our last trip to the market book launch. It's happening this Saturday, the 1st of April, down there at the little book room, 3 p.m. RSVP is essential. I'm going to get the numbers uh, off you, Lauren Clark, to let you know uh, – which way we should be pushing this because word on the grapevine is, uh, from our friends at Eventbrite and the shop, is that it is actually filling up. So if you've got a little one or if you like uh, martinis, head on down to the Liverpool group. No, (laughs) no. Yeah, what? Be no martinis. Did you not read my writer? I faxed it through yesterday. <laughs> you
1: faxed it, did you? Of course I did. I've used technology. <laughs> You're adorable. Uh, there will be um, there will be books. You can go and uh, have a look Most at a lovely bookshop. Really. It will be excellent.
0: Yeah. yeah, And Mitch Vane will be there, which is the highlight.
1: And of course, Mitch Vane is the cat's pajamas, and Stu Farrell will be there too. This is the gorgeous part of it: is that Stu Farrell is helping to launch this book, and so therefore it will go well, very, e- very exceedingly well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and thank you, Stuart. That's right. uh, yes. our sponsor for the week. Yeah. Yes.
0: And how do Lauren Clark, professional protesters, yeah. get in contact with us? Oh, those guys—they're busy, aren't they? We they can they, get into. They so- pump out the socialist alliance, then they go up and protest.
1: They they protest everywhere and uh, in the States as well, I've heard. Anyway, look, uh, they can find us at Stupidly Big. We're stupidlybig.com, Stupidly Big on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. And you can please go and give us a rating and a review on iTunes. We very much appreciate those. And if you haven't done one, uh, it's always nice to hear where you came from, how long you've been listening and who who told you about it. Yeah. (laughs) Where you're at in life. Just give us a bit of a breakdown. Stu Farrell, uh, will I see you tomorrow? I look forward to it for a little bit of a jarring horror. Sorry about that. I look forward to it, Stu. I'll see you then. Bye right bye. <laughs>